This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember to check out the Kelly and Company podcast, folks, when you have a chance. Subscribe using your favorite podcatcher. You can listen to the show in segment form or the complete Kelly and Company podcast experience where we toss on an audio vanity card at the end. Check it out whenever you want to. Maybe there's a favorite contributor or a segment that you joined halfway through it and you want to go back and listen to it again. On your favorite platform, please subscribe to the Kelly and Company podcast. Ramya Booth and Kelly McDonald, hosts of the show. On the second Tuesday of every month, we like to chat with Bella Strange, and she brings us all these wonderful, accessible uh, makeup tips and tricks. And actually, we've been talking a lot about skincare too. Bella, welcome back. Thank you for coming on. Hello, hello. It's so wonderful to hear you guys again. I know, and I have to ask, because now it's post-Halloween, did you go all out? Like, what was your Halloween experience for anything? So my parents own, <laughs> my parents own a hearse. So we spent a lot of time in the back of the Hershey costume. <laughs> and and did, when you guys do that, is it parked and for the trick-or-treaters walking by, or do you actually get on the road? Oh, we go on the road. They I use it as like so. a day-to-day card as well. It's great wow. for groceries. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, during one of our interactions with you, and we won't spill all the beans today, but, you know, there was a lot of this... Um, uh, Halloween fun going on in your family all the time, so it's really uh, that, that was uh, <laughs> that was the uh, family car in the old TV series, The Munsters, except it was a hot rod hearse. Yeah, they, they also had the Dragula. Oh, believe me, my family's like we want to own the the <laughs> yeah, Adam family cars. We want to own the Munsters. <laughs> <laughs> One day when I win cash for life, I will do that. Right, <laughs> right. Or the U.S. Powerball. Oh man. So, listen, Halloween fun is over for most of us, maybe not for you, but we got to talk skincare now because we're getting in the midst of all the cold weather. What should we be thinking about this time of year for our skin? Of course. So, especially with the wind that is coming off of the lake or wherever you're living, it's getting colder, it's getting darker sooner. So, we need Mm -hmm. to start thinking about, like, how is that affecting our skin? I know for me, I need a thicker moisturizer once that wind really starts coming at my skin, you know, making it feel dehydrated, making it feel burned. So having a thicker moisturizer is such a necessity for me and probably is for a lot of people who don't realize. They're like, why is my skin so red and my face hurts so bad? You might need a moisturizer. <laughs> and, and You're fine. And I have to ask, like, do a lot of people moisturize? Now, you're a makeup artist, so you've run into all kinds of people and their faces. So I'm curious because I had a conversation not even more than a year ago with my brother, who's eight years younger than me, and who was like, no, it's just not part of my regular skincare routine. So I'm curious if that's a thing. Oh, uh, believe me, a lot of people don't use moisturizer. A lot of people will end up using shampoo as a face wash. I've heard it all. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. okay. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's and, what kind of I no wondered. That. That. Yeah, Sorry, no, no definitely. That, yeah. Right? Like, yep. Yep. Not everybody's taught this. You're not, you don't come out knowing all of this. It's something you have to learn. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people will be like, I'm washing my face with like a bar of Dove soap and my yeah. skin really doesn't like it. 
Well, it might be because the ingredients might not be something your skin likes, or maybe it's not giving you what your skin needs because everybody's skin is different. Mm-hmm. There are so and, many and, different skin yeah. types and, and textures. And environment is really going to take its toll on you. Like, I mean, we've had discussions on the show even reminding ourselves about, you You know, you go from a dry electric heat, let's say, you go into a place, you come outside, you got wind maybe that you're dealing with, and it's a bright sunny day, you still need to protect your skin that way. There's a lot that's beating down on your skin and, and certainly going after any ounce of moisture in it. Mm-hmm. And it's our biggest organ, right? Like, yeah. it, it, it's always pretty much any part of you like is going to be against the weather, against the elements at any time, whether it be your face, your hands, um, I don't know, your kneecaps. Maybe if you got oh, something yeah. going on where you really like your knees and want to show them off, I'm not one of those people, but maybe you are. <laughs> but even, even you know, but, wearing your coat, wearing your whatever in this time of the year, going into the winter, you know, the, the air doesn't care. It, it'll take that moisture from anything. It just evaporates and, and gets you into trouble. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which is why we have to start looking at our skin and go, okay, something's going on here. Let's try something new. Let's try a new moisturizer, maybe a lip balm, because I know my lips get super duper chapped with the wind. Right. Especially because I'm usually screaming into the wind going, why? (laughs) So my lips get super chapped doing that all the time. And hand and body creams? Uh, is our the face the moisturizer we use for our face always the right option for the rest of us? The rest of our body? Well, it really depends because a lot of people can't handle super scented, you know, like those beautiful like strawberry scents or those rose scents. Sometimes face skin is not the same as your body or your hands, you know, especially the skin on your eyelids is the thinnest skin on your body. Right. So testing things, uh, doing the patch test where it's where you take a little bit of the product, put it on the inner wrist and see if anything happens, if you get any redness, any hives, any itching, is always best to do before you put it on your face because your face is going to be super sensitive, especially if you're on certain medications. Like I'm on a injectable once every, I think it is, eight weeks. I have to be really careful with what I put on my skin because mm-hmm. my skin is being affected in a different way from someone who is maybe not on the same kind of like chemo or anything like that. Okay. Can you talk to us about application? Um, we talked about the thicker moisturizers, especially for the, the mm-hmm. temperatures, and now it's kind of confusing because one day is hot and one day is cold. But how do we, um, maybe just some generic general tips on creating a skincare routine? Of course. So a skincare routine does not have to be complicated. I know going on Instagram, going on social media, YouTube, you'll see someone who goes, here's my 15-step skincare routine. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great if you can afford it or if you really, really like skincare. That's just not reasonable for, you know, even me. All you really need at the end of the day is something like a cleanser, which is just face wash to get rid of any oil or dirt or pollution from the day. Um, a moisturizer in the moisturizing type that would work best for your skin and then sunscreen. That's all you really need Mm -hmm. because those Mm -hmm. are going to take care of so many things. I mean, if you want to get a little more fancy and technical, have at it. But for most of us, a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a sunscreen is all you really need. Can you overdo it? Can you, you know, put stuff on there you shouldn't? Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's been many times where I've gotten so excited because, you know, a a new skincare (laughs) regime's come out. And I'm like, I'm going to try all of them. And then I I look like I'm 13 on photo day at high school going like, I have giant whiteheads or, you know, red bumps. 
yeah. your skin can get super congested. It can get confused. It can get, it can just kind of freak out on you if you're not careful. So I always say introduce new skincare, new makeup gradually because you don't want to slap it all on your face. And then you have no idea which thing broke you out or, you know, oh, is so giving true. you the trouble in the first place. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you were talking before about lips and of course, a very sensitive area as it is because sometimes we'll feel they're more chapped and changed. Um, why is that? Well, some people, and I've only, I, I've realized this in the past decade, some people are allergic to tocopheryl acetate. Sorry, I always have to say that slower, a.k.a. vitamin E. Now, vitamin E, we get told, is super-duper moisturizing, and it is for certain people. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can speak from experience that I think I do have an allergy. Now, apparently 33% of people have an allergy to this. Wow. And so if wow. you ever that's find... That's significant. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and my family people, used right? to swear by it, right? Mm-hmm. My mother swore by it. I mean, there's also people who love coconut oil. There's yep. people who love argan oil. It, it, like I said, everybody's skin is so different. Mm-hmm. But I find when I use a lip balm where tocopheryl acetate is really high up, in the ingredient list, my lips actually do the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. So instead of getting that nice moisturizing, getting rid of all that dead skin, getting rid of any cracks, I'll wake up, my lip will be bleeding the next day. But I mean, that's from me. But there's lots of different things you can try. There's lots of different types of lip balms that maybe don't have vitamin E as high up in their ingredient list. And how you can always tell if something if there is more of something in an ingredient list is how high up on the ingredient list it is. If it's like the first, second, third, or fourth, it's mostly that. If it's like the 20th or 25th, there's barely any of it in there. Okay. Well, I'm curious about what 25 ingredients are in my lip balm now. Um, but I'm also. <laughs> Still sounds really excessive to yeah, me. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um now, what other choices do people have? Like, if you know you are allergic or you're possibly thinking you are, uh, there are other things you can try out, maybe? Of course. There's always beeswax. Beeswax is quite nice. Um, there's also a lot of people might not know this unless maybe you live near a farm. Uh, lanolin, the waxy secretion that comes off of sheep that, you know, makes wool really nice and soft, right. can actually be a wonderful hydrator. I know a lot of people who use it for... Um, Breastfeeding mothers use them. Um, I know a lot of people who use it for hand cream. I know a lot of people who use it as lip balm. There's so many applications that you can use it for, and it's fantastic. I find that lanolin actually stays moisturizing way longer than most of my other lip balms will. Hmm. Now, does it come as a lip balm? Like you can look for it in the form of lip balm, or would you just have to utilize it that way? You can find it in lip balms. There's actually a brand that you can buy at Sephora that makes it into a whole bunch of products, including lip balms, lip tints, lip lipsticks, different colors. But at the base of it, it is lanolin. You can get it as a cuticle oil, but you can also, depending on what uh, pharmacies you go in, you can just get lanolin in uh, one-use packets, and you could just use that. It's going to be completely clear. It's going to be see-through. Um, but if you wanted to try something with a little bit of a tint, you can always go to a cosmetic store, and I'm sure they're going to have one in the lip color that you're looking for. Right. Um, and as with anything else, you mentioned this with the makeup applications and skincare too. Um, you want to try it first because what if you're sensitive to this? 
Mm -hmm. And especially with our lips, because a lot of us use our mouths for so many things, not just for talking or smiling. You know, we need it for maybe holding utensils, maybe for drinking and eating. So always do a patch test with anything new, which is where you take a little bit of the product, not a lot, just a little bit, put it on the inner wrist. So when you look at your palm, just a little lower down on your arm from your palm of your hand, and you put a little bit there. And if you want to be extra careful, you can always put a Sharpie or pen uh, ring around it. And if it looks like any redness is happening and it starts to creep out of that circle that you've drawn on your, your arm, then you know that this is not a product you should use. And if possible, return it to the store and get your money back. Amazing. Well, yeah. And um, I'm very um intrigued about this uh, concept of like, makeup also considering skincare right so i feel like there was a point where makeup was so the opposite of skincare like you take care of your skin and you got to get rid of your makeup so that you can uh go back to caring about your skin or people who you know were not wanting to ruin their face or or have all these um things against makeup would just not use it because they they go skin first but now like as you mentioned um lanolin being used in makeup products but you talking about it being such a moisturizing uh, alternative it's nice to see that there's so much skincare involvement with our makeup yeah especially um since covid because a lot of people stopped wearing makeup you know especially right. if you're wearing a mask every day you're not going to use as much makeup as possible so people really started to look at their skin and some people got covid skin you know uh, i know me personally i have to wear my mask every single day uh, no matter where I am because mm. of my immune system, um, I was starting to get really bad rashes from how the, the mask was kind of rubbing against my skin. So I would look at the mask, see if maybe I needed to use a different one, a different moisturizer. So skincare has become like a really big thing in yeah. just these past two to three years. But What's wonderful is so many makeup brands know that skincare is important because the best primer for your makeup is going to be skincare because that's going to give you yes. your canvas, right? Mm -hmm. There's, yeah. You know, if you have a ripped canvas, you're going to see the rip. But mm -hmm. if you have a clean canvas, maybe tape it up a little, aka using skincare, helping you a little bit with your skin's type or its condition, that's going to make your makeup look fantastic because at the end for of the sure. day you're going to see the skin first, you know, even if I do an orange lip and some, you know, fire eyeliner coming out of my eyes, you're going to see my skin first. Yeah. Bella, thank you so much. Uh, really great. And as uh, talking to you, figuring out how easy skincare can be is also very helpful. We'll chat with you next month. You're the best. And I love talking to you both. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Take thank care, Bella. You, you too. Bella Strange joining us on the second Tuesday of the month to talk all things makeup tips and tutorials. We'll step aside for a couple of moments, folks. When we return, it's time to reach into the archives. We're going to be listening to a collections conversation. So hopefully you'll stick around too and relive that with us. It'll make you smile. Stand by. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.